Hi and welcome to episode 102 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of This Reportage and This Reportage family, and I'm a photographer too. I really enjoyed talking to the fab Jess Lickups for the podcast this week. Originally from Belgium and now based in Denmark, Jess has been in our top 100 family photographers worldwide on this reportage family for the past two years in a row. And she shares so many great bits of advice in the episode today, including why it's important to put yourself out there and challenge yourself, her favorite lens for documenting families, Instagram stories, the importance of a good mentor, our Netflix synopsis game, tips for if you're just starting out as a documentary family photographer, the story behind one of our specific Reportage Family Awards, and much more. Hey Jess, how are you doing? Hi Ellen, I'm fine. What about you? Yes, good, good. I'm I'm well as well, thank you. It's um, I don't know. Again, I should stop talking about the weather, but it's a good little intro, I guess, and uh, <laughs> a little sign of where we are and what time. So it's yeah, it's very very cold here at the moment in England. How about with you? Because you're you're in Denmark, aren't you? Yes, I am in Denmark, and today is a very grey day, um, and it tends to be pretty cold because of all the the wind we have in Denmark. All the all the what? Wind blowing. Oh right, okay. Wow, oh wow, yeah. I bet it's a lot colder than it is here, actually. What kind of temperature is it with you? Oh, good question. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is about five, seven degrees at the moment. It's oh, not that okay. bad. No, um, that isn't too bad. How cold does it go in in your winter? Oh, and some such technical questions. <laughs> <laughs> you're like I thought I was going to be asked about photography I'm not, I'm not a, a weather weather woman that's funny <laughs> um, it can become up to minus 10 degrees but often wow. even if it's minus two three degrees it can feel colder because of um yeah uh, it's okay. a flat land and we have uh, the coast all around uh, Denmark you right. also have in England, of course. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I've never been to Denmark though. I'd love to go. Do you? Yes. Do you? Do you often get snow then in your winter? Uh, we do get snow, but not that often. Oh, okay. Cool. So once, two times a year. Um, some winters. Last winter, there was actually pretty much, and it was nice during uh, isolation when everyone was home. So you had something to do with the kids outside. Oh yeah, that's handy. Uh, that is. Yeah, handy. that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> So, but it's not always. So. Uh, okay. I think in my head, I always thought Denmark like being always kind of snowy winter. So I'm totally wrong. I'm wrong there. Mm, yeah, my geography is not more north. Oh, okay. Well, no. Right. Cool. Um, yeah. So I live in Cornwall in England and we, we virtually never get snow, you know, about once every five years or something. Um, we bought some sleds for our kids and they've never been used. <laughs> they've never been used. It's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame. No, have, you, yeah. have you ever been over to England? Uh, yes, I have um, many years ago. It was around London, but it was because of my brother playing football and he would have a, a camp uh, one cool. week out there. So we were there oh, nice. with my family um, and others. I have been in Ireland to Dublin. Oh. oh, Dublin's fab, isn't it? I like Dublin. Yes, it is. It is. Oh uh, yeah, I'll be going in next month for there's a, a wedding photography conference, Doc Day, which um Yes. Yeah, Reportage is sponsored, partnered with. So yeah, yeah it's cool over there. Cool. Very cool. Very expensive to drink over there though. It's expensive. Yes, but Denmark is too, so Oh, is it? Is it really? <laughs> oh, okay. Yes it is. I'd love to go. I think the the closest no, I was gonna say 
<laughs> I do say stupid things. I don't know why I say so stupid things, but I've been, we've been, we've been watching the bridge, the TV series, which is, is yes, have you ever seen that? Yes, yes, it is about 15 years old, isn't it? Or something. It's quite old or 10 years old. Yes. Year, years go fast. Okay. Yeah, they do. Don't they? <laughs> so that's partly based in Denmark, isn't it? And partly based in Sweden. Yes. Well. It's 50, 50. Mm. That's cool. It's a good series, isn't it? It's good. It's very lovely. I really loved and enjoyed uh, the series. It's really strong, but um, we have some strong series here in Denmark. Oh, that's cool. What are that? What are the recommendations? Do you have any other Danish? Oh, you have to see the Chestnut Man. Ooh, what is, is that a series or a film? It's a series on Netflix. Oh, okay, cool. What and what's it about? Uh, it's about a serial killer, uh, and he leaves some chestnut men's uh, with his uh, with the bodies. That, uh, uh, get found it's uh, a really strong series so if you like the bridge i think you will like it too ah that's great that's a great recommendation i'll put that on on the list definitely awesome cool so so jess yeah how did you end up living in denmark because you, you're originally from belgium is, is that right yes i am from belgium uh, cool. um the long story the short story um <laughs> long is good long story is good <laughs> no my um so i have a belgian mom and dad uh, and my mom moved to Denmark when I was about five years old and I lived together with my father. Okay. Uh, so I visited Denmark once, twice a year, the north of Denmark. Uh, and when I was finishing at university, I met my husband, who is Danish. Um, okay. And then I moved up to Denmark. Oh, okay. Nice. It's not that long. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, was, that wasn't the longest story. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny and you you met yeah you met your husband you say at university is that what were you training to be a chemist because i read that you a chem, trained chemist is that right yes uh, i was doing chemistry but um i didn't met him at the university um i met him through my mom actually oh okay right cool cool okay and, and talking about your photography then how did you become a documentary photographer you know what is your tale there how did you go from training in chemistry to being a photographer um, I think I started to dab into the documentary photography in 2016, 17. Um, it was, yeah, I have been doing a PhD in organic chemistry here in Denmark. Um, right, okay. But I was not feeling to fit in. And at the same time, I also got my two oldest kids. Um, so there were a lot of questions about who am I, what do I want with my life, uh, who am I as a mom, uh, how do I combine work, uh, and I was missing the, the creative part, and um, I found out, I learned really a lot about myself in that period, that I need time for myself, I need alone time, mm -hmm. um, and I couldn't see myself in the chemist's big corporate jobs. So right, after sure. my PhD, I knew I don't want to move on in that direction. Uh, and then I have been teaching a bit on the, what is it called in England? It must be high school. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, teaching what? Chemistry yes. or? Yeah. Chemistry and mathematics. Oh, wow. Okay. Very technical. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's a, a total different thing. But uh, yeah, uh -huh. I knew so I, I want something else and I wanted to be on my own. Um, and photography is, I found out, was kind of a filter for me. Oh, okay. In what way? What um, do you mean? Uh, an example can be, at, I have difficult times of being together with a lot of people normally. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but when I have my camera with me, I can socialize and I can be in the room. Um, yeah. 
it's difficult uh, yeah. to explain no i understand that feeling totally yeah i totally feel like that and people who have photographed um like the this reportage parties and things are one of them has specifically said how they really wanted a photograph so they could just enjoy it more and they'd yes. feel yeah i totally understand that mm. yes i feel like i did it actually also with the wedding of my brother <laughs> oh really yes because oh, yes. he what? asked do you want to make some portraits i said fine but uh, if it's okay for you i would like to photograph the whole wedding because it's more easy for me to be around I understand that. Yeah, I feel like that as well. I totally get that. Mm, I totally get that. And so you said you were teaching in high school. So then how did you, you know, had you picked up a camera from an early age? Was photography something you'd always been into? Um, yes, I was already interested in it as a kid. And I actually was considering to study photography. Um, but when you talked with the school, it was, oh, it's difficult to get jobs. It's hard to make a living of it. Mm. Um, and at that time, I, I, I grew up with my father who had a, a, a normal daytime job um, with a good pension and all those things. So I thought that's the way to go in life. Uh, yeah, I understand. Um, so it's, it's partly breaking up with those tasks that you can do earn an income in another way. Mm -hmm. um, and when I got, it's funny, when I got my dog, <laughs> <laughs> I had a point and shoot and it could not capture uh, sharp images of her moving around. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's why I bought my uh, my first DSLR. Oh, okay. Canon cool. 350 Durant. Oh, cool. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, my first camera was a, a 500D. So very similar. Like it was the... Yes. Like Rebel 2 or something. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yes. Yeah. What year, what year was this? This must have been it was a while ago now, isn't it? That... Oh, it was. It must have been 2005 or six. Okay, right. Mm. Yeah. I remember getting photos of my dog. That was one of the first subjects as well, actually. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Most people start with their kids, but for me, it was a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, you must have some nice images of your dog. That's cool. And and yes. so that so then, how did you go from those? those photos of your dog to to because because you do uh, lots of different genres of photography don't you you do as well as your family work you do brand and weddings as well what what yes what did you start with out of those um before when i when it still was a hobby i was still dabbing into different kind of things i had some model shoots i had uh, did some shoots for um a shop with uh, clothes uh, for uh, cool. kids um Stepped into some art photography uh, until I, yeah, I stumbled on the documentary part and it just fitted nice in. And I started with the family uh, documentary. Ah, that okay, was my cool. way in. Oh, when and when was this? When 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 was this? That was sixteen, seventeen. The family. Ah, okay. World. Right, cool. Okay, so it's yeah. Well, what, actually, I forget what year we're in. That's about six, seven years ago, isn't it? Yeah, cool. Okay. Yes. And so, did you find that you loved it straight away? Yes, I did. Um, because you, as an introvert, um, you can be outgoing, but you can also um, just look at the scene. Um, and in a family, there, there are not that many people you have to interact with. And mm. I really love the idea of not having to post them. So it yeah. was just spending time together. Um, yeah, really cool. fitted well, really well for my personality. Oh, I totally understand. I feel the same way, totally in that way. Yeah, totally. How did you get your first family? Was it friends, your first family? Or Yes. So yeah. I 
practiced at home and then I had some friends and I did a mentoring session uh, over three months I think it was with uh, Joshua Joshua Don't oh mentoring. yes cool yeah cool um, I bet that was good so that was really cool <laughs> <laughs> she's great. um she's really great and uh, I did a lot of uh, family shoots through our mentoring um so I yeah it was really the foundation of my work Oh, that's really cool. Great stuff. And did you did you have experience of did you build your own website and things or did you outsource that? No, I did it myself. Oh, you did? Wow, that's budget. Great. Yes. It looks really good though as well. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. I'm still not. Yeah. Actually, here in January, I'm using to fine tune it a bit and I have to update my portfolio also on it. Mm, uh, yeah. It takes time. It does, doesn't it? It's a good time of the year <laughs> to do that, though. It is a good yes, time. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Is. And so with your family work and um, you mentioned you shot your, what was it like shooting your brother's wedding, by the way? Was that, that must have been a cool experience. Oh, it was fun. Yeah. It was actually this uh, last summer. Oh, okay. Um, last summer. Oh, okay. Were they able to have a lot of guests or? Yes, it was in oh. June and they just started to open up. Uh, for it because uh, uh, okay. I still had uh, cancellations on wedding work in May um, right. and then in June yeah we could party again yes um, those are good times weren't they did he did he like the images he's not complained to the photographer about the images no he's not complaining <laughs> I'm very happy for that <laughs> maybe I have some complaints but he had not uh, shouted them out <laughs> he's not mentioning that I'm sure I'm sure it was brilliant that was good no that's good I've, I'm just kidding I've yeah I've shot friends weddings but I've not shot a family member's um wedding let's be <clears throat> were you extra were you more do you get nervous anyway uh, or you know for sure yes always yeah. yeah good it's getting I'm better good. though oh is it oh that's cool yeah yeah okay that's good but were you extra nervous for shooting your brother's wedding or were you less nervous than like a normal um less nervous because i know what his um i know what his expectations are okay mm. um and i know he's not a difficult man and his wife is near oh that's um, good so they were they were not planning on uh, hiring a photographer right Okay. Yeah. Um, less expectations. Yeah. Did they feed the photographer? Did they feed you? Yes, they did. And I was also sitting with the, yeah, between the rest of the family. <laughs> oh, that's good. It's good. Did you, did you take any selfies? Cause you're, you're an no, important family. No, are you, so you're not in their photos at all? No, uh, actually one guest has taken one image of me. <laughs> oh, just one image. You oh, that's funny. Oh, that's cool though. And um, just whilst we're on the subject of weddings and your family, you know, how do you split it? Do you shoot more families or shoot more weddings, or you know, how do you work um, your business? I think it's fifty-fifty. But last year it was more weddings. Right. Um, okay. Bought my own weddings and second shooting for someone else. Okay. Cool. Cool. But that's good in general that it's fifty-fifty. It keeps your work really quite varied then I guess doing it that way yes and I like that yes that's mm -hmm. also why I start to do more and more portraiture for uh, small businesses uh, for mainly women oh okay uh, cool. it's it's a nice break of the other work because um, I've mm -hmm. always hated portraiture uh, and I thought I was really bad at it and I would never do it uh, but I actually enjoy it because again it's the time about spending together talking about having a business and yeah that's cool you said so you you thought you wouldn't like it and stuff what made you go into that portraiture then was it did you was it a proper challenge to yourself um to do this because you didn't really yes, it yeah it was is. okay wow yes. that's cool um because 
things I think I will never do and things that I feel are hard to do, they are an extra challenge to do and push my own boundaries. Um, and probably, you know, when you're a photographer, uh, people don't always look what kind of photographer you are. So they ask, can you do this for me? Um, even that's not showing on your website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that's great. It's great to have another, it again, keeps your work more varied, but also is another kind of different revenue stream, which I think a lot of people yes. have realized, especially with the pandemic, it's good to have different yes. baskets. Yeah, because you never know what's going to happen. Definitely. But I think that's a great approach that you have there to do things in life proactively that that are challenges that, yeah, that, I think that's a great way to go through life. I really do. Yes, it was the same with wedding work. I would never do weddings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did you get your first one then? Or was that again, just someone asking, you know, yes, in your family uh, work or something? Um, it was a friend of mine and she asked if I could do her wedding. Um, and I came to say yes. And so I started searching and connecting with other photographers so I could follow them along uh, mm-hmm. and second shoot some. So I was a bit prepared. Uh, yeah, good idea. Um, yeah, and then yeah, from one comes the other, and yes, no, I start to enjoy it more and more. That's cool, cool, well, cool. I'm looking yeah. forward to shooting my first. I'm I'm not shooting till March the fifth, I think. So I've got a bit of a break. How about you? When's yes. your next wedding? Uh, I have to look. I think it's in May. Okay, that's nice. my first wedding. Will you have family shoots before then? Yes, I have some, oh, but it's the silence period at the moment uh, okay right this is a time of year a bit quieter do you do when when you do your family shoots do you do a mix of kind of shorter shoots and also day in the lives or do you generally just do longer shoots how do you work your family work um the most popular ones are the two hours and the four hours okay mm-hmm. um and i do both um full documentary uh but if they want um a bit of a mix with some portraits in, I do them too. Yeah, that's cool. That makes sense. Best of both worlds. So, best of both worlds. <laughs> and what, I don't... Talk... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I don't market with the, the part of uh, the lifestyle. <laughs> oh, okay, right. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. But sometimes yeah. they, they will ask you. Mm, that's cool. Yeah. And talking about your family work, one of... One of your specific reportage family awards that I love is the the duck in the mini bathtub <laughs> image. Yeah, yes, <laughs> you know it's what I mean. Which is so cool. It's such a cool graphic image of a child looks to be having a bath in a little kind of yes. tub. Is it or a big bowl? It is big wash. But yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a little bathtub, uh, oh, and okay. it actually is my son. Oh, lovely, cool. That's cool. And, <laughs> and he's got this. What is that duck on his head? Well, the duck that uh, is uh, something you can have in the bathroom to store uh, all the small um, uh, toys for the bath toys. Uh, okay. I think it came from IKEA. Oh, cool! Um, nice. <laughs> but he uses he uses it in the bath. So. Right. Okay. Cool. And do you remember taking that? I mean, it's just such a it's a cool abstract. It makes me really smile. I, I just love the composition of it as well, and all the lines of the tiles and the high key. Uh, yeah, it's so cool. Can you tell us more about taking that? Yes, of course. Um, I have been photographing my kids in the bath uh, before, but normally I would would have photographed it always more up front uh-huh. or straight uh, down because of the tires, because I want them all to be straight. Um, but leaving those compositions from time to time and trying to get the triangle to get some more dynamics in it, 
um, to get more flow in the image. So I was just playing around with all the different compositions. Uh, I also have something to stand on. Um, yeah. So oh, I really? Cool. Around. Yeah. With, <laughs> cool. Oh, I just love that. And it's honestly, I, I just that image just always makes me really smile whenever I see that. Yes, it does. Um, yeah, it's really cool. But that's really. the easy part with your own kids. Um, they don't care anymore. Yes, they must be used to you having a camera <laughs> around. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's cool. No, and thank yeah, thank you for talking about it. I I love that. I love hearing people talk about the images. When you took it, did you? You know, did you really think that, yeah, I really like this and that it was going to yes. be, yeah, no, that's cool. Mm. Um, so, yeah, people listening now, do head to thisreptilesfamily.com or thisreptiles.com and I'll in, include that image that Jess just spoke about. Um, cool, Jess, should we have a little, let's, should we change tack slightly? Yes, fine okay. for me. Do you have that phrase in Denmark? I don't know, change tack. Is that very... Mm, good question. Um, I actually don't know. <laughs> okay <laughs> no that's cool but cool. that's the problem of not not having it as my mother tongue uh, so yeah. now i feel i am not that good in any language because <laughs> wow, i'm also but... losing the flow in my own mother language <laughs> right but, but gosh but you sound like perfectly fluent in english how many different languages do you speak then um three english right. danish and dutch uh, the flemish dutch right okay and yeah. i understand a bit of french but it's not much that's so cool. You know, that is so cool. I just wish, I wish I could speak other languages. I really do. Are your children kind of bilingual then as well, maybe? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they're pretty good in English because of um, playing games uh, on the computer and YouTube. They really yeah. picked it up. That's uh, cool. But I've not been raising them up with uh, the Flemish, uh, which is a bit sad for my dad because um, his English is less good and... He's not talking Danish, so. Right, okay. Oh, cool. Now, you spoke about them playing video games and getting English from that. Do, do you play yes. video games with them? No. No, do you I not know? I, I get nervous of playing video games. Oh, do you really? <laughs> nervous of what? Of, like, of, of dying? I don't or something? Oh. No, I don't know. It's, um, I can get pretty tense in things, and it right. just never captured my interest. No, no, I understand that. Time. Yeah, I understand that. My my wife absolutely hates hates video games. She won't play them at all. I like it. You see, that's why I asked. Just on the off chance that you do like it, I do like um, games. And my my son now, I've got my he's seven soon. He's just discovered yes. he's just discovered Minecraft now, and he he plays that yeah. all the time. Yeah. Do yours play that? Yes, they do. Even my five year olds. <laughs> oh wow, that's cool. You know, I think it's really good for them. It's so creative. They're really yes. it's really it good is. for their kind of like um oh, I can't think of the words now, but like just thinking around out of the box and thinking of different solutions yeah. to create things. It's really cool. Definitely. And what I like the most about it, it's um it's a place to connect for all three boys because my youngest he's He's five years old and the next one is 10 and 12. Okay. So even there is the age difference um, through Minecraft, they still find uh, something to connect on. That's really cool. And it's that's, lovely. Yeah, that's really nice. Wow, three boys. That's, wow, <laughs> wow cool. You must have a very busy household, three boys. That's, that's yes, cool. it's cool. I love it. Oh, I've got one of each. But I have, I'm one of, I've got five sisters, so I was the last boy at the end. <laughs> 
The accident, which I have mentioned before. Yes. Well, let's let's skip that. I was not meant to be, but that doesn't matter. Right. Um, uh, Jess. Yeah. So shall we? Do you like you've, you mentioned um, that Danish series, which I have to check out. Do you watch much TV in general? Mm, in periods of time. Um, the problem is when I start to watch a series, uh, I really have difficulties to stop watching. <laughs> so yeah. I would keep. <laughs> keep being up uh, all night i get that mm. oh good box set a good series is so good though isn't it i love yes it i is. love being excited about like just what's going to happen no sitting down at night and just yeah seeing the next episode yes. so we're we're watching the sopranos at the moment i know that's really old but we never watched it properly did you ever watch I've that not no, I haven't. Uh, my husband yeah. has, but uh, I haven't. It is really good. It is really good. But anyway, so you may know what's coming if you listen to a few of the podcasts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm good at it because uh, remembering stuff is not okay. always the, the best. But we Oh, try. don't worry. Okay, good. You're up for it. That's great. Cool. So if anyone's listening for the first time, I'm just going to ask Jess a few Netflix or other streaming or even older movies synopses and see if she can get the title from the synopsis okay so your first yes. one jess this is a movie as a just to let you know okay so 78 year old carl Fredriksson travels to paradise falls in his house equipped with balloons inadvertently taking a young stowaway no idea <laughs> <laughs> That is a random synopsis, isn't it? That is random. Okay, so that is, um, it's a Disney film or Pixar film. Is that a clue? Shall I, or should I just tell you what it is? Just tell me what it okay, is. Okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's called Up. Up, it is called. I've never heard about it. Oh, it's really quite beautiful, especially the first five minutes. It's actually a very sad first five minutes, but yes. Anyway, okay, well, don't worry. Don't worry. That doesn't matter. <laughs> I know I wouldn't be the best one at this, but uh, <laughs> That was a tricky one, I think. That was a tricky one. Okay, this one actually <laughs> might be harder, though. So this is an old film. Okay. Um, yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's an old movie. Okay, so a criminal pleads insanity and is admitted to a mental institution where he rebels against the oppressive nurse and rallies up the scared patients. Ooh. I have no clue. No. <laughs> it's got it's an old film with Jack Nicholson in, so it's probably about 25, 30 years old actually, maybe even older. Yeah, and I think I actually have watched it. Um It's a good but, film. It's based on a book. Yeah. No, okay, so it's um One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. You've got some hard ones here, Jess. This is hard. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Sorry, you need the hard ones. Hard. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay, so now let's I have go... to check out those movies. They are both good. They are both good. Um, let's go with the final one. Okay, this is quite tricky as well. I don't know why. Sorry, I'm just <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Yeah, no, sorry, Jess. Sorry. <laughs> um, so this. Okay, final one. Um, a janitor at MIT. I don't know what MIT is. I don't know. Anyway, but has a gift for mathematics, but needs help from a psychologist to find direction in his life. Yes. And this one I have seen. Cool. <laughs> what, what You're is asking for a title. Right? <laughs> That's funny. It's a good movie, isn't it? It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. Uh, I really loved it. Um, it's yeah. It's uh, three words. The first word is, shall I give you a clue what the first word is? The first word is good. Good. Yeah. No. 
Good <laughs> yes. Goodwill hunting. No. Yes, that's it. Yes, yeah. boom. Nice. <laughs> cool. Well done, Jess. No, that is good. That is good. I wouldn't have got any of those, I think. So that is really good. That is good. Mm. Um, yeah, that is a good movie. I don't know why I gave you all really older movies then, but uh, just the way it goes. Oh. Yeah, that is what that's um, Robin Williams, isn't it? And yes, I can't remember the other. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can picture him. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I can picture him as well. That's so bad. I can't remember that. But one out of three is good, Jess. One out of three. Cool. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's go back to photography and let's go back to your family work, especially. Um, and in terms of in terms of marketing for you, because again, it's always something that we as photographers are interested in, in you know, how mm. How do you market yourselves or what's been your best kind of avenues for to get family clients? You know, do you do a lot of social media or SEO or just word of mouth? How is it for you? Um, it's a lot uh, Instagram. OK. I had uh, a, a good marketing revenue from um, and word to mouth. That's also. always good. Uh, good. Network also. A network in what way with other photographers or with other pho photographers and uh, also locally um yeah that's really good that's good stuff did you reach when you started as a photographer you know did you reach out to local photographers and say hi and stuff or did it just grow organically those kind of relationships did you like reach out on social media or anything or um it well Internationally, uh, I've actually got my first networks uh, internationally. So that's in Denmark okay, uh, cool. through the documentary family DFP. Oh yes, cool. I went to some gatherings uh, and met some awesome people. Um, it's so I good to, to do that, isn't it? That's yes, great. it is. Uh, where were those I went gatherings? To workshops. Uh, one was in. Where was the first one we went? Um, oh, long time ago. <laughs> I actually can't remember where it was. Oh, cool. Was that workshops as well, or is it just kind it of was a meetup? Prague, Prague. Oh, nice. No, it was a meetup. Yeah, it was a meetup. It's so good to um, do that kind of thing, isn't it? I just yes, think that's it so really good. is. Mm. And I can remember how insecure I felt in the start, because, yeah, I was at the start of my journey, and you are meeting all those awesome people you have been seeing on social media and their best work so you feel really really small um, and it's nice to see that um, even the really best photographers they're still humans um, that's cool yeah. yes that, that is so true and I totally hear your anxiety and nerves and, and doing that kind of thing I'm exactly like that I've always been like that you know and it yes. hasn't really changed for me even though I go to things you know quite often it's I still feel the same I still get that anxiety but if anyone is listening now who maybe hasn't gone to a conference or a meetup or something like that and who wants to you know I really do as you say they're such great things aren't they it's really, yes, they, and people are so friendly and as you say that everyone is just a normal person and it's Really do do it, I think, if you're listening and haven't gone to something. Yeah. Uh, really, yeah, must be recommend it. Um, and you mentioned Instagram there as well, though, and that's been good for you. Do mm -hmm. you have any kind yes. of, do you have any kind of specific Instagram tips or, or methodology? You know, do you post at certain times? Do you post certain hashtags mm. or things? Or <laughs> <laughs> any advice well, on Instagram? <laughs> yeah, Instagram is, he's a, it's its own world, isn't it? Mm. 
when I try to be more methodically, I can do it for like a month and then I give up on it. So at the moment, I'm actually doing uh, some certain days, certain times um, okay. because I have the time. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, but when things get busy, uh, I sometimes have periods where I really get off um, Instagram in, in some time, also because mm. it's overwhelming um, when you scroll through. Yes, that um, is true. Mm. But what worked really well for me was um, working with influencers. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah. Tell us about, in what way? Tell us about that. That sounds interesting. Uh, I did, um, for example, um, a bird for an influencer. And uh, afterwards, we also um, did a one year in the life. So uh, I okay. came four times to do her family. And um, she really has given me, in that way, really a lot of work. Ah, um, that's a great idea. How yeah. did you did you specifically try and you know try and did you reach out to someone with a lot of followers and suggest that kind of thing? Then no, it actually came to me. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, through <laughs> someone, through through another influencer uh, I already knew. Um, right. Yeah. Hmm. That's actually and sometimes it works and sometimes less. Yes, I can understand that. It would be a bit, maybe a bit hit or miss. But it sounds like it's actually, that's a clever kind of avenue to maybe proactively look for as well, if, um, you know, as a different yes. way. Mm, that does make sense. Mm, that's cool. Um, my, my my Instagram, I try, I, do you use any kind of like scheduling app or software to, with your Instagram? Yes, I use yeah. uh, Later. Oh, I use Later as well, actually. Yes. Mm. It's, it's good, nice. isn't it? Yeah, it is yes, good. Yes, I love it. Mm, that's good i use that for the this reportage family and this reportage instagram as yeah. well actually mm, it works happy. really nice mm. i only realized a couple of months though you can use facebook business business center yeah. or something and that does the same thing doesn't it really or similar but i've but, heard about it but i've not went into it myself all uh, right yeah you can do it and i guess it's free that way so you could schedule things yes. to facebook and instagram but yeah. i've been using later for quite a while now so i kind of like the way it works and i like the way it kind of yes, analyzes I'm the same yeah and it kind of analyzes what's good time for you to post as well i think it's yes quite handy and so yes not sponsored by later by the way i know i'm wondering but it is no. um, <laughs> it is a good instagram and another thing yes yeah. it is and stories on instagram are also quite important um ah cool yeah what i think finds what i find the most difficult is that um probably it should be really personal uh, really showing off yourself, making videos of yourself, and that's something I struggle on really much. I really hate it. I totally feel you there. I'm the same. I hate looking at my face. Honestly, I hate yes. it. I hardly. I try not to look at the mirror most days. Honestly, I just. I feel better the less I look at myself. So, yeah, I can't imagine doing Instagram stories videos. I like watching other people's, but I just can't imagine yes. doing it. Yeah. Oh, I, totally I have difficulties with it too. <laughs> <laughs> we should we should try and we've got to face that challenge Jess both of us we should both do it maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so true though as you say you know you I agree with you I think it is it would be good to be putting more of ourselves and be more personal on those stories and things and I applaud the photographers yes, who do it as, um, yes especially if you think about it people have to invite you into their home into their life mm. it will definitely help for them to connect with you that is so true. Yeah, it's true. Oh, I need to do it more. We've got to do it, Jess. A challenge to us. 
let's do it. <laughs> oh, I need to look into filters, though. I swear. I know that sounds funny from someone who's doing reportage. Shouldn't do any filters. But I just... <laughs> honestly i hate looking at myself this is like this is good the podcast you know so if anyone's wondering with the podcast like me and jess now we can't see each other not that i would love to see you by the way but i hate to see <laughs> i hate to see myself you know as well you know so it's yes. good that we're just doing it audio only i prefer that yes mm. thank you for that yeah <laughs> that's funny no worries it also how i to be honest it also helps me concentrate you know just on what people are saying i think when you're not actually watching yeah. them as well so yeah yes. it's good it's all good anyway okay that was funny i liked that that discussion about instagram stories and uh ourselves that is that is um yeah funny right let's yeah let's do it jess that should be a challenge we should do a bit more of that behind the scenes of ourselves yes. yeah because like, when i have used instagram stories i've generally just put some photos up or something and it's just no point because <laughs> you've got your feed for that haven't you it's um mm, indeed yeah. i try to take some pictures uh, of everyday life just my own life but i i just find it difficult to share personal stuff mm, yeah it's true I, mean, so I, I don't know why and but I, I totally feel the same way i totally feel the same way mm. anyway interesting anyway look, we're gonna do it more i'm gonna maybe actually i say that <laughs> and i won't probably maybe. won't but no <laughs> we can we check in again uh, in yes some we months. can <laughs> that's true we can aren't we hold hold each other accountable yeah that's funny um what's on the subject of kind of social media and the phone mobile phone you know do you use yours much and wh when was the last time you left your phone at home oh never yeah same here <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally never isn't that it's it's quite weird isn't it really it's um but yes. yeah same as you my wife like i think she and just, they use it too much yeah i get that my wife yeah, is trying to like have a detox from using her phone because she's using it about five hours a day i think and she had 120 mm. pickups in a day uh, a couple of days ago which is a lot i guess yeah how do you feel about that i mean i i excuse it to myself by saying i'm using it for work purposes a lot but <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how do you feel <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's true though isn't it as photographers we it's our business is kind of online you know so we do have a bit of an excuse but i don't know is it a bit of an addiction for you as well or yes it is definitely mm. i would just uh, start scrolling and finding myself, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Do you do it kind of last thing before going to bed and first thing when you wake up in the morning as well? Yes. Yeah. No, Definitely. Well. Mm. Um, it's a modern thing. Modern thing. Yeah, and actually I sometimes complain to my kids that they use too much screen time. <laughs> um, and their excuse is, but you're having your phone yourself in your hands. Oh, yeah that's true <laughs> that is so true isn't it it's so true mine is yeah. for work <laughs> <laughs> yes we've got excuses children that's funny that's funny um yeah but that, like you though as well i don't i've never left my phone at home i've never been without it going out even just for yep. you know a 20 minute dog walk or something i always have it with me yes the only time where i actually leave it that is when i'm shooting it's in my bag okay um, mm. so I also always forget to take behind the scenes at the moment. Oh, okay. Um, so when yeah. I'm in a shoot, I'm in a shoot. Well, that's good. Proper concentrating then. Yeah, that's yeah. good. What do you mean with the behind the scenes? What you would sometimes take behind the scenes of you working type things or? Uh, yes, or where you are. Uh, if you're at a wedding or 
and ah, stuff yeah. like that to to share on your stories. Uh, ah, I, yeah. I often forget. Yes, and me. I did, I think when Instagram Stories first came out a few years ago, for the first couple of weddings, I did, and that was it. And then I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Should do it more though. Yeah, yeah that is interesting about the phone. Is um, interesting. I enjoy it as well, though. People say you know get off your phone, but I enjoy it as well. So I don't know. Yeah, It'd be nice to go for maybe a detox holiday, like a weekend yes. without your phone or something. Yes, but that would make it would me be really good. Yeah, but it makes me anxious even the thought of being without my phone, I think. But <laughs> maybe I've no, got Oh, it's not that bad. I actually have one colleague. Um, she does it every Sunday with her family. Then uh, in the afternoon, they ah. don't use screens. Ah, and that's... I've mentioned it here at home. We should do it too. We should do it too. But, you know, yeah. we'll do it. <laughs> All the shadabs. I'm just like you in the shadabs. But that's a nice That's a nice idea to have yes. a set time, like Sunday afternoon, yeah. no devices. Yes. Mm. We did, we played a board game as a family recently, and that was really nice, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Old school entertainment. That was, uh, that was yeah. Fun. <laughs> it was the Super Mario version of Game of Life board game. I don't know if do you have. A, do you know the Game of oh, Life really? board game? No. Yes, no. I do. I don't oh, know. Do. It was one of my favorites uh, as a kid. We don't oh. have it. Oh, cool! Yeah, I, I loved it as a kid as well. But um, yes. so there's a Super Mario version of it <laughs> of Game oh, of cool. Life. Yeah, it is actually really good. Actually, it's really good. I recommend that if anyone's tuning in for board game recommendations, then yes, Super Mario Game of Life. Um, Yes, cool. I think my, maybe I'll do that on Sunday, Sunday afternoons. Do you have any? Do you have any kind of like family traditions? You know, like we, every Sunday we do have a Sunday family roast, um, which is a bit of a tradition. Do you have any family traditions like that? No, actually not. No. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Mine is ours is only that roast, and that's just because I really enjoy. Co- I love. I love eating roasts. So the only way we would have it is if I cook it. So yeah, all good. <laughs> <laughs> do you do much of the cooking? I do just I don't know why I'm on this subject, but whilst on it, I, I, I do all the cooking for a family. So do you do much cooking? Um I think it's about fifty-fifty. Um, wow, that is good. In periods where I really am busy, uh, my husband takes more over. Um at times where I have more time, I it will be me doing the cooking. And That's sometimes cool. we actually order such boxes with um, with all the ingredients for, you know, like three or five days of um, uh, food uh, no, with just some cool. recipes you just have to follow. Nice. That sounds really good. I've never tried yes. that kind of thing, but mm, that does sound good. It's cool when you don't have to use time on thinking what should we eat again yes. and again and again. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I think um, because I do all the cooking, we eat virtually the same things every week because I've got like no imagination when it comes to cooking. And I'm an <laughs> awful cook, honestly. When I say I do the cooking, it's basically just putting stuff in the oven, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, I should I should get better. But I quite enjoy it as well. My wife gets very stressed with the timings of cooking. So that's why I quite mm-hmm. enjoy it. So that's why I do it, really. She does loads of other stuff in the house. Yeah, it's not like she just sits on down oh yeah no she does loads of things loads of things um <laughs> anyway sorry actually it's interesting you spoke we spoke very early on you spoke about i think your father having a good job and you spoke about maybe the kind of the social pressure about 
doing something creative that maybe you know doesn't have a lot of money attached to mm-hmm. it mm. yes. and my my wife is very much she's been like that her whole life like her family are doctors they're all doctors and she's been in a job she's not enjoyed for a long time now a long time and she gets so stressed about it but recently last week she's handed in her noticing which is great so she's going to be finishing that cool. yeah yes. so I just wanted to say uh, yeah. yeah oh it's it's such a good thing isn't it to do that and money is not the most important thing in life at all it, it is important, but not the most important. But mm. uh, not having money is also pretty hard. So yes. COVID was pretty harsh. <laughs> yeah. How how was that time for you guys? And was it was it a difficult time? Um, it had its good sides. Um, you know, more time spending with my boys here at home, and actually, especially with my oldest, finding out what his struggles are at school. Um, oh, okay. So I could help him, and uh, we went through a lot of mathematics. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, that's that handy. You, oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I guess it was quite easy for you to homeschool as your history of, of from teaching then. It's easier to teach other children <laughs> that are not your own. <laughs> I bet that is true, yeah. I, um, my patience can be... Uh, yeah, it was a good training of my patience. <laughs> That's a very kind of um, diplomatic way of saying it. Yeah, that is good. I like that. Yeah. Funny. Um, yes, cool. Anyway, that was good. I like talking uh, about that. Um, let, Jess, let's go on to back to your family work. And what do you what do you find the most challenging aspect of family photography? What is the most difficult part of it all? Whether that's something to do with shooting or the business side of it, what's the most challenging? Um, I think it's the business part. Okay, yeah, mm, I get that. Did you ever I have any? Probably. Kind of, did you ever have? Sorry, yeah, did, did, did you have any? Oh, you did business. Oh, with it, was that the mentoring with Joshua or other things? Or? Um, no, with Joshua it was mostly um, um, photography mm-hmm. um, because at that stage where I was at that time, that was the most important. Yeah. Uh, we did talk about some business-related uh, stuff too. Uh, but then I also did um, a group mentoring um, about marketing, business, branding, and really, really helped a lot. Okay, um, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Mm. Was that a, an online thing, was it, or physical? Yes, it was online uh, okay. through the DFP. Ah, uh, great, cool. That sounds great because I think yeah, a lot of photographers coming to this, don't, I mean, they think that all they have to do is make good photos, but it's so not yes. the case, is it? The business side. No. <laughs> It's just as important as the photography side. Um, if not more important. Yes, I know that is so true. Yeah, if not more important. It's, it's true. annoying, but... <laughs> yes, but it is a fact of uh, yeah, what we do. That's true. I enjoy both, I have to say. I do enjoy both sides, which is kind of lucky that way. Um, yes. Anyway, yeah, cool. I'm, Jess, I also, I read that you're a member of Spectrum Inspired. Is that right? Is that, I, I was trying to use the Google Translate on your website, but I think that's what it yeah. said. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Can you tell us more on, about that? Yeah, uh, it's a group that um, helps people with uh, autistic uh, children um, okay. to get a photographer by. It's oh. mostly located in the USA. Um, oh, so right. I've never actually been contacted um, Okay. in Denmark to do such kind of shoot even I would really love to um, yeah I think... I think documentary work it really fits well um, when you have autism in the family 
Right, okay. Mm, I see there's quite a few kind of stories that have been submitted to this reptile family to do with autism as well. I find it very interesting. My wife is, well, she's just quit her NHS job, but also privately, she actually diagnoses autism. That's her job in children. Yes. So I find it very, very interesting. Um, yeah. It is. We, we have, um, um, we think our, one of our kids is on the spectrum. Right, okay. Um, so it has been a part of our daily life, um, you know, doing research about it and, um, yeah, it mm. got integrated in our daily life, you can say. Um, right, sure. Yeah. And that sounds, that's great to be part of that spectrum inspired then. And um, I didn't know that was something like that existed. I think that's a really lovely, lovely service. Because it can really help to just documenting, it can really help just to to build awareness throughout the world, isn't it, as well? It can, it's so important just to, yeah, I just don't, oh, it I, I, yeah, it's, it is really important. Have you ever watched, I know this is, I find it a very beautiful series though on Netflix. Have you ever watched Love on the Spectrum? No, I haven't. I should. Oh, honestly, it's, it's beautiful. It's, um, it's a reality TV series in Australia um, based with autistic people. And it's so beautiful, honestly. It's really, really, really great. Yeah. Well, we have to look to it. Cool. So, yes. Cool. Love I on think, the Yeah. I think generally our work is really fits well to tell also other kind of stories that are not normal family related. Mm. Um, I'm doing a project for um, um, uh, what we call it a group uh, that uh, is made for NF. Um, it's a disease, a genetic disease. Oh, okay. Uh, and they want to get more awareness about this. Um, so they contacted me to, yeah, to make a photo project together with them. Um, oh, right, gosh. So, yeah, and I know a lot of photographers into documentary work do personal projects too, or um, commercial projects just to get more awareness on all different aspects of life. And I really love mm. about that in our work. That is very cool and just so, so meaningful. Um, you yes. know, obviously, I, 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 I'm talking. It's so inspiring talking to to you that and that kind of thing. And it always makes me think. You know, because I predominantly shoot weddings. I do do family shoots as well, but I predominantly shoot weddings. And the stuff that you're talking about there is just so much more meaningful. Obviously, weddings are important, but they're still yes. just they're important. But they're but what you're talking about is just so much more meaningful and so much. Yes. Oh, it just makes me think. I'm not doing. I love the combination. Yes, that's good. You're doing it all. You see, I I need to do, <laughs> uh, I need to do more. Honestly, in these podcasts, I, I always just I need to do more things. I think, um, but we can't do we can't do everything, can we? We can't do everything. We can't do everything. No, we can't. But no. when the opportunities come, you sometimes just have to grab them. That is true, isn't it? Yeah. How did those people reach? Find out about you? Did they just contact you, seeing your family work? Yeah. And, yeah. And, yes. Yeah, on my Instagram. <laughs> That's cool. Well, that's really good. Uh, that's yep. great, Jess. Um, okay, Jess, let's 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 go to a technical one as well. Let's t t we don't often yes. talk about technical stuff, but well, semi-technical. But do you do you have a favorite lens or a favorite focal length for your family work specifically? You know, do you? Yeah. Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, for family work, it definitely is thirty-five. Right. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Oh, is it different for um, your wedding work? Not much. <laughs> 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 no, that's funny. Um, that's cool. So, what is it about the 35 mil that you? 
Oh, sorry. Go on. Uh, and what I like about 35 is you can get close uh, without uh, getting all the wonky distortions. Ah, uh, yeah. Right. Cool. Um, I I like to work. Um, yeah. Even it was a challenge for me to come really close. Um, I like the distance working with 35 and what you can get into the scene. Um, but I also use sometimes my 85. I mix it up uh, to okay. make it more interesting visually. Yes, I think that's um, important, isn't it? Yeah. That kind of variety as yes. well. Mm, yeah. That's cool. But I don't even own um, 7200 millimeter, for example. No, cool. So I, I used mm. to, when I started my weddings, I used to have that lens. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, I guess. And, and I, I don't know, I liked it at the time, but now I shoot like, well, about 80% at 25 mil, actually. So like you, I like to get close. I like to get close. It's, um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think the longest I have is 135. All right, okay, cool. And what camera bodies are you using? Are you Canon or Nikon, Sony? Uh, I'm Canon, uh, the 5D, 4 and 3. Nice. So I'm still on the DSLR. Well, they're still great cameras though, aren't they? It is. I went from a 7D to the 5D3. I used the 5D3 Mm -hmm. for years and it's it's super camera. I love that. It is. Very cool, very cool. Do you have any... You know, because you're getting quite close to your families and and wedding, and uh, when you do weddings as well. But you're you, with the thirty five mil, you have to be quite close. Do you have yes. any tips or advice on, you know, especially with your family work, like enabling them to just be themselves? You know, because you're quite close and around. And do you talk to them beforehand about that you will be working close, for example, or yes. do you have yeah. Um, but I don't talk too much about it, uh, so they don't get too much aware of it uh, up front. Uh, okay. Um, but I will always, when I come into a family, um, I will always start to talk and connect. Um, and that will flow spontaneously in uh, me picking up my camera. Um, okay. And often kids are actually pretty interested in the camera, so they come pretty close themselves very fast, small uh-huh. kids to look at it uh, and I allow them then I put it away again and try to get them into their activity um, just by talking or sh- yeah show me your toys or whatever uh, yeah um, that's cool and then they are and when kids allow you very close parents also relax that's cool um, well, that's great to hear yeah. do you ever like show them like photos on the back of the camera of themselves or anything do you ever do that uh, normally not. Sometimes no. I would do with some kids, depending on how much interest they have into the camera. But it's also dangerous to do because then they want to watch all the time. That makes sense. Yes, of course. Yeah, that's so, true. Then I just tell them, you know what? Your mom is going to get all the pictures you will be able to see yourself. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise <laughs> they will keep on coming. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. I know I've thought of that, but that is so true, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And do you ever get well you, I guess you must have experience of it but sometimes people or kids and adults who you think maybe are, are just more camera aware or they're maybe just performing a little bit more do you ever have to yes t- definitely you do cool do you have a say to them like just be yourselves or mention it or do you just I don't know how do you handle those kind of situations uh, I don't put words on it because that would make them even more aware Right. Um, I just go with the flow and I'm thinking if they're not able to relax enough, um, even I do the best from my side with not posing, then that's probably what they want. 
that's um, so true. And maybe they have it easier the next time. Um, but sometimes, uh, especially when it are more generations, uh, like grandparents too, um, when I can feel that they're posing in a way, uh, you know, you know the sentence getting lifestyle too. Yes, right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, then I would ask, you know what, we can do some portraiture at the end of your session. We can go out to find a nice location if that is what you want. And that will help them to relax back into the normal session because they know, okay, we will check that off. That makes total sense. That is really good advice to, to say and do that. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's really interesting. That's great bits of advice there as well. I think that's really cool. <laughs> it is though. <laughs> oh jess uh, it's been so, so fun talking to you really enjoyed yes, it it was it's going gone quickly hasn't it so yeah it's almost an hour already it's gone quick oh, time goes fast <laughs> i know when you're having fun having fun that was fun that was really yes. fun um so we've got time for i think yeah time for one more question if that's okay with you yes that's fine Okay, should go with a big one. Let's go for a big one. Let's go for a big one. Oh. <laughs> but just, um, it, yeah, if someone was just starting a thing of, of just, th sorry, I can't even talk. Sorry, it's not very good being a, a podcast. <laughs> I can't speak. Okay. Um, if someone was just thinking about, you know, beginning their journey as a documentary family photographer specifically, they're just starting out. They they know that the documentary family photography work is what they love and what appeals to them. Would you have any mm -hmm. ad advice for for them starting out? You know, what what would be any any bits of tips or thoughts or advice of someone who's just starting out? Mm, the first one would be definitely be to connect to a photographer uh, whose work you really like and ask for a mentoring. That's cool. Uh, mm -hmm. Options, because um, I really think that really I, it really helped me a lot. That's great. Um, and also get comfortable with being uncomfortable because you're That's going to push boundaries personally and work-wise. That's good advice as well. Mm, that's so true. We're always doing things that kind of scare us, I think, as photographers. Yes, we do. Mm, it's true, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great bit of advice. And, you, and with finding a mentor, especially, do you really recommend – so? finding as you, i think you you said it really but you know there are there are two ways of looking at it. some people proactively look for photographers mm -hmm. who are offering mentoring who advertise mentoring and then there are other people who just approach people whose work they love and mm -hmm. is that which would you recommend which which i would recommend the second, the second. Uh, you mm -hmm. really need to find someone you feel um about their work and their approach mm -hmm. and also about their personality so you because you know you go quite deep into um, into mentoring sessions. It's really personal, and uh, so mm. it definitely should be someone you feel comfortable with uh, and trust to show all the crap you showed. Right. Yeah, that's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's I would cool. really, uh, yeah, I would really go for someone you you like and whose work you like. And when I you start to be comfortable in your own work, you definitely can also work with someone. Um, who you maybe personally connect less with um, when you're not as sensitive anymore about critique about your own work. Right, yeah, that makes sense. Were you, you know, was that difficult for you at the beginning to open yourself up to critique? Um, I think the bless was that I actually started the mentoring right away. Right, okay. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, and with Joshua, it really went fluently, so... 
Mm. That must be different if you're a a few years down the line and you've built up all that work. Mm, That's true. Mm, Very good thing to do. Great bits of advice there, Jess. Really, yeah, really, really great bits of advice. And this whole conversation, I've really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. You've been awesome. You're thanked. Oh, that's really, really nice. Fun. I I didn't ask you about as well on your you said about you live in the land of is it Huga? Huga? Is it Huga? Huga. Huga. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Cool. It's yeah. a Danish word you cannot translate it. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's coziness. Uh, it's all about coziness. Oh, okay. So like kind of nice kind of family time together and that kind of thing. Yes, is it a kind of overall concept is it the type of thing? Yes, it is. Uh, it's really known for um yeah. There even exists a book about it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's all about uh, spending time together with friends, with family, um, just sitting in the couch uh, with the hot cup of cake, uh, chocolate. Oh, yeah, hot chocolate, cocoa, hot chocolate. So it has different aspects. Um, Sounds nice. Yeah. Not on your mobile phones, though. Not on the mobile phones. No. No. <laughs> Don't we? <laughs> Oh, we do, we do, we do. Uh, awesome, Jess. Thank you so much for, for chatting to me. And people listening now, do head to thisreportagefamily.com or thisreportage.com. I'll include a link through to Jess's site and that Reportage Family Awards she spoke about. The, the duck in the bath image, which I yeah, I don't know, I've christened it that. Well, I, it's obvious why I've christened it that because it's a boy with a duck in the bath. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's super talking to you, Jess. And hopefully um, I'd love to meet you one day. I'd love to go to Denmark one day. And uh, you're very welcome if you ever yeah. come down to England to Cornwall as well. Be cool. Yes, I will. And maybe at one of the gatherings uh, among yes. the breakfast. That would be great. It'd be so cool yes. to meet you. Well, have a good week. Yes, the same for you, Anna. Thank you for reaching out. Oh, thank you for coming on. We've been talking to you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the 102nd episode of the This Is Reportage podcast. Love talking to Jess. Hope you enjoyed it too. Head to thisreportagefamily.com or thisreportage.com to see the specific Reportage Family Award that she spoke about and a link to her website too. We now have 102 episodes of the podcast available where we speak to wedding and family photographers from all over the world, delve into our back catalogue to hear from the likes of Sandra Stockmans, Alice Chapman, Laura Beth Davidson, Marina Meadows, Christian Levin, David Scholes, Sana de Block, The Framers, Roluche, Stan Morris, Rocio Vega, Barbara Puchta, and many more. If you're not a member of this reportage or this reportage family, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images on your profile, 60 individual award and 18 story award entries per year, invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts, hours of educational videos featuring tips and advice in some of the world's best photographers, and much more too. We're currently judging the first award collections of 2022. Looking forward to revealing the results soon. No poses, nothing staged. This is Reportage. And this is bye for now. Mm-hmm.